2: Restricted section in which I, Christina Khan, tell the Harry Potter franchise it's not me. It's you. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we're talking about this week. Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince, chapter 24, Sectum Sempra, in which Harry almost kills a guy and then kisses his best friend's sister. I'm your host, Christina with me today is a totally unsuspicious tiara charlie say hello to the listeners charlie hello i am a tiara wearing a beanie you know (laughs) that's very funny you know charlie from the bits and from of the eldest gods and from every podcast they've ever guested on which is very many i like podcasts also with us today is runal was themselves. yeah that's my nickname Robert, what? say hello
0: to the listeners, Robert. Hello, listeners. It's been a while since I've been here. When's the last chapter I was on?
1: This last time we were together, I think. Different book.
0: Different book.
1: Different book. Long ago. Wait, was it? It was the. It was the explanation Dumbledore chapter from last oh, book.
0: Yes, yes, I remember. When, I mean, when, are you, when Harry
2: destroyed the office. Oh yeah, um, was that when y'all? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that, oh yeah, because uh, that's when the bits launched. So that was in um that was in May. Yeah. Remember when we launched?
0: <laughs> good. Hey, this hey next episode of the bits launching in August. Get it, get it. Because we were on hiatus because of the strikes. Yeah. And we just now released our backlog, which was all recorded in like June.
2: <laughs> it's like listening to like the, the backlog that people were releasing at the beginning of COVID. It's like, huh? This is from the before times, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs>
0: It was honestly probably the weirdest thing to have all my favorite podcasts go from normal to, well, I'm not touring anymore. I'm not doing any signings or anything because of COVID. COVID time. Yeah. Yep.
2: Charlie, you've been on for this book already. No. Yes, uh, yes, I have. Yes. yes. I I. I saw yes. that this book- Oh, you book- came on for the chaos, epi- chaos episode yes, with Adele and Ethan.
1: Okay, I remember now. I had this book already downloaded on my iPad. So I'm like, I was on this season. What
2: was it for? We don't know. (laughs) Robert, tell me, where does this book fall into your ranking of like all the books?
0: Not high up. I want to say like maybe fifth place.
2: Okay. All right. What's below it?
0: Um, Order of the Phoenix is dead last. And then not a huge fan of Goblet of Fire.
2: Okay, it's, yep. it's too long, even though I find it fun. It, it is too long, objectively. Hey,
0: you know, it's, cool. speaking about too long, objectively, oof, this chapter.
2: Well, great segue, but I'm actually <laughs> going to stop it because <clears throat> I want to, for the first time ever, listeners, Oh, I'm going to remember to say something at the top of the show instead of the end of the show. No wow. way. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. <laughs> a- See? I fucking remembered. I know what. I know what time of year it is. I know what the date is. It's in between Christmas and New Year's. You are you in a daze right now, listener? Allow us to not help you at all with that. I'm in a daze. I don't remember what day of the week it is. <coughs> what, um, Robert, for you, what does like this time of year look like? Do you travel? Do you get time off work? Are you like hustling to make that extra moolah? Like what are we doing?
0: Uh I get only Christmas Day and New Year's Day off uh, the other days I'm working. Okay. Shout out to machining.
1: Capitalism? Capitalism. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to capitalism. We love it. Don't we? <laughs> Actually, we uh, don't. We hate it.
2: The restricted section does not endorse this statement.
1: <laughs> Charlie, what about you? What do your holidays look like? I, I also only get those days off. Um. Yeah, because fucking daycares. Yeah. We, we We're all year round. We don't get vacations baby yeah wow
0: truly Um, it was the cruelest thing ever when uh we would have summer vacation as kids and that was taken away from us it's like nope you have to work pretty much 90% of the year
2: Ugh. yeah well (laughs) on a lighter note (laughs) Yeah, I just vibe around. My husband and I both have divorced and remarried parents, and we just both get really stressed about this time of year, so we've thrown enough tantrums, enough years in a row that people <laughs> have kind of just stopped. We'll go see his dad's family because he lives near here, but everyone else it's like, I'll catch you guys later.
0: Catch you so on the flip side.
2: So your life isn't like that movie Four Christmases? You don't have to go to everybody's house at once? I would rather die. <laughs> <laughs> We go to the one. It's a lot of fun. I like Sean's family a lot. But then on Christmas Day, Sean and I are going to be here playing Baldur's Gate and eating Chinese food. As you should be. That is what we're going to be doing. I asked him if he wanted to watch The Muppet A Christmas Carol with me because I read A Christmas Carol for the first time and I'm trying Good. to watch The Muppet adaptation. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get into the fucking chapter. It's Sectum Sectumsempra, baby. Let's it's- do it. It's the culmination of all the gay undertones in this book, and so I brought on the gayest people I know in the world to help me figure out so what glad. exactly is the vibe here. What's the vibe check in this murder bathroom? This is, like, the most bisexual chapter, because... I know, it's aggressively heterosexual, too. <laughs> like, no, bisexual, excuse you. Um. I know. I. It kind of makes me mad that sectum, the sectum sempra scene and the kiss are in the same chapter because I it's like it's like the one like takes away from the other.
1: I was excited because I was like, wait a second. Oh my god, the Harry Ginny kiss is in this because they're talking about Quidditch. That's I know. right.
2: Because
1: I wanted to be on for the Harry Ginny kiss too. Anyway. Well I was
2: <laughs> I was looking at it and I was like, oh, this must not be the chapter with that because there's only like eight minutes left in this chapter and he's supposed to play a whole Quidditch game. We're not getting that done in eight minutes, but then it was like, he got detention and I was like, Oh, oh. shit. Yeah. That's why this chapter
0: surprise, surprise. I'm going to have probably a controversial Snape take later.
2: Let's do it. Okay. Let's start at the beginning. So oh, Harry's start. a very good place to start. Harry is telling Ron and Hermione about his last two chapters when he Mm. got the Horcrux memory and then went into the Horcrux memory. Yay. It's charms the next morning. Lavender is observed crying. Uh, She is observing them and she is observed crying. (laughs) Okay.
1: Ron makes it snow. I'm still confused by how this
2: works. Like, yeah. does
1: does anyone know how he makes no. the snow from the ceiling from his emotions?
0: I guess.
2: Wait, Charlie, do you have a crown on your hat? I do have a crown on my hat. Wait, so it is like a tiara on your beanie. Yeah, it is. I didn't realize we were being for real. <laughs> they have a tiara on their beanie. Okay. It's, it, yeah, it's because
1: my, my beanie was... um. Uh, you know the actress who plays Regina in Once Upon a Time um yes. it's fr- it's from her like line um Lana Paria Yeah, right? Lana Paria mm. it's it's so from her spicy. like line of clothing that's like evil queen what? inspired That's so
2: fun. Oh my god. I have to look at that. Go check it out, bro. I Do mean, it. her outfits are so fierce. Granted they're like 2010 fierce, which is different, but they are really fierce. I mean,
1: her lo- line of clothing is not quite the same. It's more just like, "Hey, look, it's the evil queen
2: on I, some clothing." What I'm what I'm saying is I would wear anything she told me to, probably. That's true. That's true. Uh, Harry Potter. Um, I, I, Harry Potter. Harry Potter.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I'm just, I just remember this happening in the movie too, the making it snow. And I'm like, is this really that important? <laughs>
2: Someone was like, whoa, what a fun detail. The, the
1: amount of things that you miss and you remember Ron made it snow with his emotions. Thank you. Yeah.
2: Thank you. So lavender broke up with Ron last night because he gave her no choice. He refused to do it himself, so she had to do it because he was treating her poorly. Because he wanted to break up with her.
0: Yeah,
1: isn't that justice for lavender? (laughs) Isn't that great? You know, no, it's not great. It's not
2: great (laughs) when a guy's like that. Yeah, Uh, yeah, I hate it so much. But Jenny also broke up with Dean. The
0: threads are threading. I'm gonna make threading. out
2: with your sister. I'm gonna make out with your sister, friend.
0: Oh, I have a great joke I want to end the episode off on, so we're gonna, we're gonna wait till that. <laughs> oh.
2: Okay, okay. All right, all right. So Hermione's like, well, this really puts you in a pickle, doesn't it, Harry? And Harry all but blurts, oh, because I want to fuck Ginny. <laughs> <laughs> true true absolutely she's like because of the quidditch team and he's like uh uh,
0: uh, uh, uh." oh right quidditch
2: quidditch yes my first love um what will this do to my quidditch team but after charms they have a break and katie is back katie bell is back from the
0: hospital
1: you're not going to talk about she's ron's sister she's ron's sister Oh my god, that's just it was just a funny part. I remember. He does.
0: I remember. I don't remember if it's the audiobook or if it's Daniel Radcliffe being like, "She's Ron's sister" or something like that. Daniel I think it might Radcliffe did not do that. I'm pretty sure it was the audiobook. Then it was the audiobook narrator for yeah. like an earlier chapter when Harry first started getting his crush.
1: I I just remember like a piece of fan art where. There's just, like, Harry, like, holding his head, going, like, she's her own sister. And then, like, a bunch of pictures of Ginny being adorable, Uh like, in his frustration. (laughs) Is
2: this the chapter where Harry's like, he's going to hit me?
0: (laughs) I'm like, yeah. I think he would. (laughs) We've seen that. Harry can kind of take Ron in a fight because Ron did have like throw his tantrum when he was under the love potion, and Harry did like reflexively levicorpus him.
2: Oh, nice! Mm. But he was also like, uh, to me, that felt so much like buckling your drunk friend into the Uber because they must go home. You have Fair. to stop now.
1: Yeah, love potion kind of does make you drunk, so. A difference, Drunk in love, but but Katie's back. Um, how many months has she been gone? How like many
2: all of them? <laughs> she's been gone for so long, she will never recover from this academically. She's I, just coming back next year. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she, I mean, she does to. come
0: back next year, but I guess she's somehow caught up on her schoolwork because I believe, I be- no, wait, no, she graduated, she comes back just to help out of the Battle of Hogwarts.
2: I don't know how on earth they could possibly let her graduate. I I have
1: a Percy Jackson joke to make right now, but like Otag is nowhere near that spot. Um.
2: Make it. Oh, I see. <laughs> so Dean, so there's nothing messed up with the Quidditch team for now dun, dun, dun. because Katie is back. So Dean isn't on the team anymore. So Dean and Ginny being fighting or broken up won't fuck up the Quidditch team. No, we just make Dean really, really upset. Yo, justice for Lavender, just, justice for every Gryffindor who isn't one of us, one yeah. of our trio, because they get... Faye Dunbar and friend <laughs> My don't favorite even characters. get referred to.
1: <laughs> Faye Dunbar's friend, the best character in all of Harry Potter.
2: Justice mm-hmm. for Faye Dunbar's friend. So... Harry grills Katie a little bit about like what happened to her at the Three Broomsticks, and she remembers nothing until two weeks ago. That's very scary. That was a long time. She was out of it for yeah months. Damn, that is terrifying. Just a little I bit. Know. So we get like a next couple weeks montage. Quidditch practices going well. Ginny doesn't seem that sad about breaking up with Dean. And oh my god, we're thinking about her like so much. I I, I
0: hate. And I love Hermione for this. I hate how Harry is like. Maybe I'll just sip some of that Felix Felicis to try and get some luck. And Hermione's like, "No, dumbass. It doesn't work that way. This, this is.
2: <laughs> it doesn't work that way." And I feel like on some level, Hermione is like, "You." She'll say she's interested. All you have to do is say what you need to say.
0: She's just. Per, she's just right now um, being the genie from Aladdin, being like, "Tell her the truth." Oof.
2: Tell her the truth. Yeah, that's always yeah. been like my method with getting partners, getting makeouts, getting dates, getting anything is like just really confidently just say how you feel. That- and like <laughs> it's up to you to if it if they're like not interested, it's up to you to be like, oh, oh, cool, okay.
0: Yeah, no, that's definitely something that I found out later in life. I'm like, you you'd be surprised how far you can get just by being confident and truthful. Just ask.
2: Just ask. Just I've told ask. so many people, like, I want to kiss you right now, and I, it's never failed. <laughs> I'm going to be seeing how many kisses I can get this New Year's. I'm coming for you, Richmond. Watch out. Oh, damn. That's what my cats, <laughs> when my cats are like eating, they get kind of territorial. And so they'll be eating. They're like, nom, 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 nom. it's a. <laughs> like, growling at each other while they're eating. It's very silly. Oh, my goodness. Like my kissy noises. So, Harry feels like if he doesn't ask Ginny out soon, someone else will because she's a fucking slag and we love that for her. She's a she's a total hottie. We all know it. She's a total hottie. So, we're preparing for the final game of this season against Ravenclaw and There's it lays so much some quidditch. math on me There's, that I don't... I hate like it. like if they... If they win by this much, this will happen. If they win by this much, this will they have to win by 300, points. 300 points in order to win the cup. Which yeah.
0: I, I don't think Fuck a a, any Quidditch match in this series has been more than like a hundred-ish point lead or whatever.
1: I mean, okay, so fi- finally, like, you know, when you reread them and I was like, okay, the fact that the, the amount of points they get, like, is cumulative and that's how they determine yeah. the winner of the cup that does make sense to me why are you spouting math in this book to me though
2: like Dude, I don't I know. care it's like Harry's just walking in the hall being like well the math is he's like I've known some people in my life who can't do math but can do drug math mm. what the fuck I feel you know it's like they can't do division but if you ask them how many grams they can get with $100 they'll tell you <laughs> But I feel like Harry Potter is like that, but it's like Quidditch math only. Like, he doesn't really have any skills, but he becomes suddenly a savant when it's Quidditch related. (laughs) That's all that matters. It's just
0: really funny. Uh, I, I also love, I keep loving and hating Harry being like, I walked past the hallway of the room of requirement every day, thinking every possible way to try and get in with no luck. I'm like, homie, homie, you know how to access the room of requirement. Like, what the fuck are you doing?
1: It's because he's, he's trying, trying to, to get into Draco's room specifically. Yeah, he's which, trying to entrap Draco. Yeah,
0: and then later on we find out, it doesn't fucking matter. It just opens up and it's it's just the <laughs> general room requirement. Harry could have at some point been like, you know what? I need a room to put this pencil in. Boom, done. He finds the cabinet. Actually, he doesn't even recognize the cabinet.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, 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 there's a lot of things he doesn't recognize. It, oh, it was very specifically
1: like... I don't, I didn't read the chapters before this, but I feel like he was using, like, I'm trying to get into the room that Draco's in. Give me the room that Draco was in, you know? Yeah, he's so obsessed with Draco. Like, he cannot. And that's not what the room wants. It wants you to, like, you know, have a different kind of need, like an
2: actual need. Yeah, its job is to, like, protect its users, I think, to some extent. Yeah. So it's not going to just be like, oh, Harry Potter, oh, the chosen one. Sorry, yeah, here's what Draco's doing.
1: Yeah, don't ask about like a room that somebody else is in. Ask for a room that you yourself need to access. Hmm. That's. Yeah. That's what it is. But the thing is, he doesn't know what Draco's doing in there, so he doesn't know what room he needs. And yeah, this is why Harry's
2: not a Ravenclaw. He's not a lot of things. (laughs) This is the most un Ravenclaw chapter. I mean, it is. well, okay, well, we'll get there. So, a few days before the Quidditch match, Harry sees Malfoy on the Marauder's map talking to Moaning Myrtle in the bathroom. So, he goes to peep. He's he's a peeping he is a stalker. He's a peeping tong. He's like he's out here like ducking love potions, but he's also entrapping into love. He's like, "I'm going to follow you down." Mm. How do we feel about Moaning Myrtle
1: and Draco's like friendship?
0: Bad? I feel like he's really mean to her. I don't know. I don't really feel like it's a friendship. I just feel like it's, you know, you walk in on the... You're, you're at a party, you walk to the bathroom, and you see somebody vomiting in the toilet. Like, that's a, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting.
1: I, I
2: gotcha. I
1: mean, I have memories, like I said, I haven't reread this book, but I have memories that, like, Moaning Myrtle and Draco, like, just, like, hang out in the bathroom whenever he's, like,
2: gets upset like this. And, like, that's, like, a thing that happens. Yeah, I think I think it's been happening more than once because in a previous chapter she talked about a boy has been crying in the bathroom.
1: Yeah, something like that. So, I don't know. They've they've been chatting a little bit. I don't know if it's necessarily a friendship, but like, you know, there's there's some kind of bond happening here because he's getting very emotional and he's not usually emotional around other people.
2: Yeah, he's vulnerable with her. But she's a ghost. So, So Malfoy is crying in the bathroom to moaning Myrtle about how his plan, whatever that is, isn't working and he's going to be killed over it.
1: Oh, no. Harry does not think about this whatsoever.
2: Harry's just like, what's in the door? He
1: never takes in this information at all in this chapter. He's just focused on like, I almost killed a guy. He's, fu- okay, right now we're about
2: to enter what I call the fucker fight quotient. <laughs> yeah.
0: We also briefly forgot to mention that Harry was again defending his OC, the Half-Blood Prince. It was not his OC, but he was defending it <laughs> and he noticed a spell tucked in the corner of one of the pages. Sectum Sempra. Use only yeah. for enemies. Hmm.
2: He's been muddling this over for a while and he's like, hmm, maybe I'll use this on Cormac McLagan, which I feel objectively i feel that would have been a much better result because it still would have been really dramatic but like he could have acted like he didn't do it like i, I don't like know man this is like such a bad situation snape
1: wouldn't have gotten nearly as upset about it as he did if it was
2: McLagan. because <laughs> like well he deserved it mm-hmm. He threw up on my shoes that one time. Um, I don't he really care about him. <laughs> oh, my God. That is a movie memory, but I know. it is an important you part know what of I, McCormick's character. You,
1: it matters. It matters to me. Okay. That he <laughs> threw up on his shoes.
2: Speaking of throwing up, I they, they keep talking about how everyone is so nervous in this book about the Quidditch match that they keep barfing. I cannot with that.
1: Yeah, didn't that happen to, like, Ron several times in this chapter? He I
0: do like it. He, like, runs off to Everyone's barf, and I'm... barfing. That's weird.
1: Don't
2: like yeah, it. Don't like anything about it. I don't want to be stressed enough that I'm barfing. Like, what on earth? I have
1: anxiety, and I'm <laughs> not that stressed. <laughs> yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, Tina, when you were talking about uh, how this scene is quintessentially fight or fuck, I swear I've read fanfics that are, like, you know, character A... Comes into the bathroom of character B, who's the antagonist, crying, and yeah, the editor goes fucker fight.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you are vulnerable, when you are caught being vulnerable, those are your two choices. <laughs> because he's not just. First of all, this book is is not going to have Malfoy just open up and uh, to his colleague to his co co peer what does colleague and and be like (laughs) to be like here's how i'm feeling right now like can we be friends that's not gonna happen and also the the homoerotic undertones of this entire fucking book have been so thick like this is the culmination of that it almost makes me disappointed i mean i know that the dumbledore draco showdown is like very organized like everyone's in on it that happens exactly like it's supposed to but i think that we miss a little something by not having a proper like draco harry showdown
1: mm. we
2: never get it i mean this this is, this is, is it the closest we get to a draco harry showdown and it's not it's not i want the. i want them to fight it out like i want them to fight it out you know what i mean
0: I have a problem with the magic system. Surprise, surprise. Oh, Oh, wow. (laughs) No way. That's
2: the first time anyone's ever mentioned that on this podcast. Robert, please elaborate.
0: (laughs) I I hate... So, I don't understand. So, Harry sends a Levicorpus hex charm, spell, whatever the fuck the word is, to Draco. It misses. And I would imagine since nothing is connected, there, there is no corpus to Levy. It shouldn't do anything. No, it explodes the sink or whatever. I'm like... How how does magic work in this world again?
2: Uh,
1: um it's like in the movies where exactly. they just like point the wand and then it in it misses and it smashes something. That's that's that that happens. It just point smash point smash point smash. Yeah, yeah I guess, but that's that's also like
0: I, I don't know. I feel like there was some sort of continuity where it's like if you say the fancy word that's Latin. And you point your wand in a certain way, you will perform a specific spell. Yeah, but I guess you're it's, right. You know, hey, if you if you do all those, but if you miss, it just turns into the into a generic little bang.
1: Well, it's like yeah, I don't know. It does, there there does seem to be a logic to it to me, in that like you you summon this energy. Where is it going if it misses a target? you know, misses what it was supposed to do.
2: I think we're talking about an inherent difference here. The, the role to hit and the role for damage. There's two essential differences Mm. here. (laughs) Yeah. I think you bring up a really good point, Robert, with the fact that all of these spells are in Latin, very transparently. And these Hogwarts students have access to Latin. Yeah. And Harry's like, I wonder what the spell does. I wonder what this spell does. Okay. Tell us this. What does it mean? Sectum. Sectum means sections. Yeah, <laughs> sectum into sections. You cut sectum, <laughs> and then the semper. I'm just googling this.
0: Sectum a participle of the verb seco to cut, and semper meaning always or ever. Always
2: or constant. Yeah, so it's like forever cut. Forever so that cut. It, it's like if you had just opened. You probably, he probably didn't even have to open a Latin dictionary. He probably could have just asked Hermione what this spell is. She wouldn't have told him. She would have been like, I don't think you should do anything that that guy tells you to do. Fair. But it's just that he had the resources to figure out what this was before just wantonly doing it on someone. Yeah. Well,
0: they
1: don't, they never actually talk about the fact that the spells are in Latin. They're just like, yeah,
0: they're spells. They're spells. I listen. We. I, I feel like we've we've all complained slash talked about how I guess they get ten years or like four years of schooling or whatever from like seven to eleven, and then Hogwarts is like bye bye. You don't need math. You don't need science. You need astrology and or astronomy, and you need charms.
2: Yep, that's it. That's it. So we're not thinking about language at all, which is so weird. It would be really cool to have like a magic linguistics class, but I guess we're just not doing that. The
1: amount of essays they write and the fact that there is no like English course.
2: How does Ron know how to
1: spell? How? That's literally that's how? all Molly.
2: That's all Molly.
1: Molly did their entire elementary education.
0: It's true. Honestly. <clears throat> I just I'm surprised that Professor Flitwick does not. Go like, you know, Wingardium Leviosa. It comes from the Latin words, blah and blah. That feels like something you should teach a class full of students.
2: Yeah. To help them like understand the meat. It's like the, it's the same reason that you study linguistics. It's like, you can do the thing without understanding what you're doing, but God, you'll understand it on a such deeper level if you just figure out like, what are these pieces that we're putting together?
1: It's true. But, like, like, like I said, it's like we don't acknowledge in the universe that it comes from a real language. It's just like it's magic talk.
2: So stupid. Who cares? Talk about where it's from. Malfoy looks up and sees Harry in the mirror. Here's something. Here's something. Last week on Burn Before Reading, we were talking about Pride and Prejudice at length. Mm. And so I've been, my head has been in the land of Pride and Prejudice lately, as it should. And the tension between Harry and Malfoy is reminding me of the tension between (laughs) Darcy and Lizzie when when they're fighting. It's like so sharp. It's so sizzlingly hot. It's like you guys, neither one of you knows if you want to beat the shit out of each other or if you want to. Fuck till dawn. Like, neither one of you knows. It could go both. It could go both or either. Like, we don't know.
0: Nobody knows.
2: Both. Nobody knows. So, Malfoy looks up and, like, connects eyes with Harry in the mirror. That's the most. That's, I think, to me, that's the most homoerotic moment. And then, Marvin Gaye, (laughs) let's
0: get it on, plays in the background.
2: Like, literally, like, walk up behind him, put your arms around him, tell him that he can. Tell you why he's crying. Say, you're safe here.
1: Yeah, but they can't be vulnerable. They're men.
2: Yeah, Harry fucking sectums his sempra really hard.
0: Yeah, it's... It's 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 kind of... it's. Listen, it's kind of funny. I don't know what analogy I can make. There's something cooking in my brain. Now it's gone. It's just like... Oh, that's what it does. As Draco is bleeding on the floor.
2: Literally. So, like... I think that like we say that Harry's not he's not a ravenclaw because like I feel like a ravenclaw is like well let's try it out and see what it does let's but try you it have to know where like,
0: the lo- let's try it out on like a bag of flour.
2: Exactly. You have to know where the line is. You can't just go like experimenting on unwilling enemies. But the spell says four
1: enemies, so that's what you're supposed to do <laughs> according to the half-blood prince. Oh,
0: Harry. Half-Blood prince. Don't
1: blindly follow this man. I understand. He's been helping you pass potions. But this isn't a potion.
0: No, it's not. It's a not. Uh, speaking of, you know who shows up abruptly? Be- well, first of all, Moaning Myrtle's like,
2: Mada! Mada in the yeah, bathroom! Yeah, and Malkoi's like spurting blood you everywhere. You definitely um, Yeah, I could hear
0: it. It'll catch in the audacity. It's fine.
1: <laughs> I still love that it's, it's like in the same cadence as um, Troll in the
2: dungeon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, blood all over the bathroom. Moody Myrtle screaming all over the bathroom. Harry freezes. He's like, oh, no. And I feel like, okay, so if their eye contact in the mirror was the most homoerotic moment in this, I think the moment that Harry realizes that he has actually injured Draco Malfoy is the second most homoerotic moment. Because he is like, I think, the book does not say this. The book has him freeze. I think there is an implied instant regret here. Yes. He's like, I did not mean to injure you. I thought it was going to make your legs tickle or like something stupid because he's a child.
1: I mean, who knows what he thought the curse was? He probably didn't think it was like the level of an unforgivable curse, which is what Draco was sending towards him was yep, a freaking yeah. unforgivable. So,
0: a freaking unforgivable. He was, it was a freaking unforgivable, guys.
1: But like, I feel like Sectum Sempra. Could go on that list.
0: Honestly,
2: yeah. I mean, that's the thing with the unforgivable spells is it's like, okay, so if you do any of these three things, you go to prison, and if you do anything else, you're good. If you're a wizard and you murder someone with a knife, you're good.
0: (laughs) Uh, That that's what drives me wild. Because just to like fast forward through this a little bit, Snape comes, um, he heals Draco. Takes Draco to the infirmary wing. Infirmary wing comes back. He's like Harry, what the fuck did you do? Harry's like, I I, I didn't know what. it was. Where did you learn that spell? And Harry's like, Oh, I took Occlumency last year. I'll just not think about the Half Blood Prince. The Half Blood Prince book only thinks about the Half Blood Prince book. He's and like, I've never been it.
2: good at this. I've never been good at this. I don't know what I'm doing.
0: It's like when you're trying to convince yourself you're good to do something, even though you're plaster drunk.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like, you're good, you're good, you're good. I'm not good. I'm not good as I fall to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So Snape takes Malfoy to the hospital wing, comes back. Harry just stands in the bathroom the whole time. Because
1: he's like, do, I'm, do, 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 do. I'm too in shock to not obey this
2: order. Because he you nearly he killed the do? guy. You know what he doesn't do? What? Clean at all. Would would you? Would you? Yes. Literally, one hundred percent. Yes. I yeah. You like, know me, Charlie. I, I would like, literally uh, be cleaning.
0: I feel like a lot of the trauma would go away if I knew Draco was alive. I'm like, well, that was traumatic and stupid of me. Um, I'm. This is not my. This, this is not my blood. Let me let me go get a Tide pen.
1: I mean, I feel like I would like. It's a bathroom. Just like wash my face in the sink, just to be like, oh my god, <laughs> am is I like alive? Yet. Am I okay?
0: Is Moaning Myrtle's bathroom not the bathroom? No, it was the Prefix bathroom, Remember, man I was going to be like, there was a fancy bath that Cedric told him to take. I think the movie made it Moaning Myrtle, Myrtle's bathroom.
1: The, no, no. It's... She just sneaks into that bathroom
2: because Harry's oh, in there. Right. And naked. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> she's a perv. Because she's a perv.
0: And then Snape comes back. You know, he reads Harry's mind and he's like, okay, I want you to bring me your school bag and all your books. Harry runs. This, I think, he runs, by the way, he runs past so many people covered in water and blood. Everyone's like, hey, Harry, what the fuck?
2: You know what? (laughs) He's like, no
1: time! There's no time! Why is anyone at this school surprised at this point? The amount of times this boy is covered in blood. There's literally
2: a joke about it, I think, in like... In the beginning of this book. Is it in the beginning of this book? Okay. It's when his nose gets stomped by Draco... I, in the for me, it's a dream. movie memory
1: because literally, like that's that's what Ginny says. She's like, he's Ginny covered goes, in blood. Why is he always
2: covered in blood?
1: Yeah, why is he always covered in blood? Like, like why seriously, he always he's always blood? covered in blood. Why are you people surprised? By he the blends way, in what, with his robes.
0: I, I just wanted to get to this part because I think this is peak. There are many moments where Ron kind of proves to be kind of a shitty friend. This, I think, is the peak moment of Ron being a, like, amongst others. This is like the peak joking moment kind of thing where Harry shows up covered in blood and water. He's like, I need your potions book. What happened? I need your potions book. Okay, here you go. Later.
2: Um, I would probably do the same. If if you're covered in blood and you're like, I need this immediately, I will ask questions later. I guess I trust you. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Uh, if, if Ron were Ravenclaw, maybe he would have put two and two together and be like, ah, Harry did something fucked up with his book. And he needs
2: to, yeah. you know,
1: <laughs> <laughs> pretend he didn't have that book.
2: Yeah, Harry swaps the covers of their potion books. Is that right? Yes. Wait, how does that?
0: He just swaps so, like, so. The it, like the outside. It's like the 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 dust cover, pretty Wait, much. That's, he that's swaps what he swaps the
2: covers of them. No, he doesn't swap. The, he does the before. I think I wrote it down now, but I I don't think he swaps the covers because of the Runal Wazlip joke. That's that's no, on the cover. Yeah, I, th- I think that's just, on the like, inside cover. I thought he wholesale just that's called the, the title page. That's called the title
0: page. So then I guess Joanne does not know how books work, despite the fact she has written many of them at this point. I think
2: I think. He, wait, I think. that they, Charlie, do you have the text in front of you? Yeah, I have the like, text. I'm
0: looking the, for what you I saying. never do. The <laughs> intention is to be like, oh, he replaced the dust covers. Like, that's what he did. That's what it's supposed to read. Like, what does it say?
1: I'm not seeing what you're talking about at all. I got it. You found it?
0: No, THS, you don't get the, the book.
1: Because I'm just seeing that uh, Harry has the book. I'm not seeing anything about the covers.
2: Well, I'm on the case. I
1: don't think he takes off the cover.
2: Okay, I got it. Where are you finding this? Okay. um, I need your book. He pulls it out. Harry sprinted back to the common room. He grabbed his book.
1: And then he um, hides his then, book.
2: Yeah, so he, he doesn't switch the covers. And that's why it says runa was
1: Yeah. I mean, like, switching the covers... I mean, it makes sense in a pinch, but I don't think he...
2: I don't think he thinks that far. No. Uh, well okay so then he goes to the room of requirement he's like i need a place to hide it i need a place to hide it so it opens into the room of everything full of a thousand years of discarded shit
1: yeah let's let's talk about all the things harry walks past there's so many
2: things huh Weird. i think no m- perhaps most noteworthy harry hides his book in a cupboard and then marks the spot with the diadem of ravenclaw well, that's not important at all. If only he had a remotely good memory. If this were the movie, he would have been able to hear it. Mm.
1: We don't talk about this. We don't talk about that freaking thing how he could just
0: hear the it been white noise? Would have been great them. if he if something I really struggle to think that she thought of anything further past the book she was writing. Like, allegedly, she was, like, planning this whole thing out. But no, I don't believe that. Because if she did, she would have dropped something.
2: (laughs) The only reason I think she's planning stuff out at this point is because, like, one chapter ago, Dumbledore was like, it probably belonged to Ravenclaw. (laughs) So I think think she's like, ooh, I'm going to mention it in this book because I didn't do that for any of the other fucking books.
1: Yeah. Really do
2: be but now, who knows?
1: Now we're finally planning things.
2: Like as of the Horcrux being a thing, everything yeah. is planned. Everything is planned.
0: <laughs> everything it. is planned.
2: So Harry runs back to the boys' bathroom where Snape is waiting. Tell me, Charlie, what do you think Snape has been doing this whole time? It's been like at least ten minutes. What kind of body language and like mouth sounds has he been doing in this bathroom? Snape. Snape. Severus Snape. <laughs> I think that's okay. what he's been doing. Why? All right,
1: I'll buy it, but Robert. Like, what with do you think with the like droppings, like of like e- every
2: time the yeah. same oh, yeah. goes, you know? Okay, that's good, Robert. What do you think Snape was doing? All he was waiting in the bathroom. Do you think he took a shit? That's what I think. I think he had. to Honestly, a shit.
0: maybe he'd be like, "Well, Potter is gonna take a while. I'm as well take advantage of this situation." <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do these toilets work? Do we know if these toilets actually work?
2: This is Bonnie um, Bartle's bathroom. Did, is it her bathroom? This is going to sound is, like such a weird it? question.
0: Did the kids use the bathroom in Chamber of Secrets? No. Okay. Nobody
2: used that bathroom because that was the one that she haunted.
0: Yeah, it's the one she haunted. It, it's not the one. Listen, I don't care if it's a haunted bathroom. If it's closer to me so that I can go to that bathroom and not be late to potions class, fantastic. <laughs> I'll use it.
1: I'll use that in a bathroom. Robert, Watch it me. is also a girl's bathroom. Like,
0: oh yeah, that's right. I forgot about that part. And that was a huge. That was a huge contention. Would I want to use Chamber it? C. That we'll was a see. huge contention in Chamber of C because I remember they're they're like, we can't go in that girl's room, and it's oh, like, yeah, and yeah, Percy
2: like watches them, catches them coming out of it or something, right. and he's like, oh no, I'm gonna tell on you, girls,
0: Ronald. <laughs> What what the fuck's the name from the book? Runal Wazlib. R- Runal Wazlib.
2: Okay. So Harry's like, here's my book, and Snape examines it. He knows Harry's a fucking liar. This is this scene is very funny to me because it's they beautiful. both know Harry knows he's a fucking liar. And Snape s- knows Harry knows he's a fucking liar. Harry knows that Snape knows that Harry knows he's a fucking liar.
0: <laughs> it's just really funny because Snape's like, This is your book. Yeah. Yeah. This is your book. Yeah. Tell
2: me otherwise. Tell me otherwise. Tell, like, this is
0: the one you bought from Flourish and Bots. Yep. So why does it say Runal Waslib?
2: So fucking funny. I wish Mots was here because every time Mots logs into a Zoom call, his name is Runal Wazlib. I feel <laughs> this like. Is, and wait. Okay. Hold on. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. He says, why does it say Runal Wazlib? Harry Potter, comedic genius, Deadpans. That's my nickname. Best joke in the series. Best callback in the series. I love it. so forever good. When I read this for the first time, I was absolutely delighted.
0: Mm.
2: But
1: like, honestly, Harry, you probably could have been like, oh, yeah, like I had one of those quills that fixes my spelling and it lost its magic when I was writing in this book, which is
2: literally the truth. Of what happened yeah. with Ron? Yes. Yep. He could have done a lot of things. He didn't. You Wait, there was one other thing that I was like, why didn't he do that? What was it? I don't know, man. There's one there's there's other things he could have done. He doesn't. That's fine. Snape is livid. As and he, be. He, he gives I mean, yeah, you almost murdered another student because you're an idiot. Like mm. for the first time ever, Snape is allowed to be this angry. Yeah. Yes.
0: I I need to say, say the it. the execution of the punishment I think is good and I'll explain why in a second. I think the punishment is such just a slap on the wrist, which goes back to like oh yeah, if you use one of the unfor- unforgivable curses, straight to Azkaban. You almost killed a kid by giving him a shit ton of lacerations on his body. Eh, detention every Saturday.
2: Yeah, it is. Yeah. I feel like it's both like a fucked up punishment and a not nearly fucked up enough punishment at the same time because the punishment is Snape, head of Slytherin house, fucking with the Quidditch results. Like that's, those things just aren't related and he shouldn't ruin it for like every other kid who plays on those teams. Um, But at the same time, yes, by the logic of this world, send him straight to jail.
0: Right to jail, right away.
1: I mean, there's also the like, oh, I'm just going to like give him some mental torture and show him all the crimes that his um, his father committed while he
2: was in school. <laughs> we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yeah. So he gets detention every Saturday until the end of term, including during the Quidditch match.
0: Listen, there's not much to Harry's character. Quidditch
2: so is it. <laughs> Quidditch is like
0: a good 60% of it. So I understand why he's like, but sir, Quidditch. And it's like, homie. You almost killed someone. You should be lucky. It's just detention every Saturday.
2: Well, and Robert, like the whole rest of this chapter, Harry's like, great. Everyone knows that I almost killed Malfoy. Great. McGonagall yelled at me about me almost killing Malfoy. Great. Everybody's acting so weird about me almost killing this guy. And it's like, Harry Potter, do you regret? (laughs) Like, do you feel remorse about this? Like, what are you doing?
0: Harry Potter, do you understand you almost killed a man?
2: Like, he's like, fuck Hermione. Like, fuck. And you know what? Here's my least favorite part about this. Ginny defends Harry viciously because we need an inkling that she's attracted to him. But Ginny's like, shut the fuck up, Hermione. Like, it was a good thing Harry could defend himself. And Hermione's like, oh, but Quidditch. And Ginny's like, shut the fuck up about Quidditch. You're just going to embarrass yourself. And it's like so vicious and mean. Yeah. And for what? For what?
1: I mean, I'm I'm mad at both of them because they're uh obnoxious teenagers um in this fight. Like Hermione has been harping on this for a
2: while. Yeah, now's so not the like, time. But I, I was about to say now's not the time, but at the same time, like if Harry does not is not expressing remorse, like I don't know. I
1: don't think she needs to choose right now when Harry is like still like in
2: shock about this situation to be like, huh, I was right. I just don't feel feel like he was in shock. Like, I feel like he's not shocked. I feel like he's like, what's the big deal? I feel like he comes off that way.
1: But he's not actually... uh, Earlier in the chapter, he definitely seems more in shock.
2: The way that it's like, can you believe? It, It was like Harry had to endure 15 minutes of being yelled at by McGonagall. It's like, oh, did he have to endure that? Oh, I'm so Sorry. That sounds horrible. Almost as horrible as getting lacerated all throughout your body. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's coming
1: off as defensive because it is Hermione, and, and she does, like, you know,
2: come at him about these things a lot. Definitely that's why he comes off defensive with Hermione, but it's the yeah, McGonagall with, thing with the, that really with upsets Magonigal, me. It's I, like, you deserve for this woman to scream in your no, face. No, he he deserves McGonagall, <laughs> absolutely. You
0: deserve to go to jail. Right away. You almost killed someone. I guess, I guess attempted murder is not a charge recognized in the wizard legal system.
2: No, it's not. It's not an unbreakable vow.
0: Do wait, they even have lawyers? It? It's not a, it's, it's Do not they even walkers.
1: have lawyers in this world?
2: I mean, oh Harry God, had wait. to represent
0: himself until Dumbledore, Dumbledore came in last oh minute. Oh
2: my God, you are so fucking right, Robert. Um, and I know that was a hearing and not like a full court case, but I, I don't... As Christina, in my world, I don't really understand the difference. I think you would probably be able to have a lawyer at either one. I want to see the workplace comedy, like you better call Saul, but but he's magic. And I've definitely seen some very funny TikToks of people pretending to be the lawyers. <laughs> like Dumbledore's lawyers. <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is yeah. a nightmare. I've, I've
1: come to the conclusion there are no such lawyers in the wizarding world. Can't Crime be. is...
2: Rampant. Rampant. (laughs) (laughs) So it's Quidditch Day. Quidditch Day. You know what we haven't been mentioning so far in this chapter? Like the six or seven times that it mentions the beast in Harry's chest awakening.
0: We don't talk about that. We don't talk about that beast. We don't talk about Bruno.
2: Nope. It is... I... Mm. It's just it like the, I'm good. The beast in his mm. chest was hopeful, and it's like you mean hopeful. yourself and your heart and your penis. You, you, Those yeah, are I the mean, things that will hopeful. It's it's his penis.
1: It's I'm
0: absolutely that. Like, <laughs> you know, it, 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 in all the talk of the wizarding things, uh I think there's also no sexual sex ed in the wizarding world.
2: Hard no. none. L- LOL, hard. Lol. No, hard. hard. Which is
0: bonnie. So but yeah, everyone said it no off the Quidditch, but. Harry has to go serve his detentions, which is so rough. Such a rough punishment considering yeah, he almost rough, killed buddy. someone.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, you know the t- detention where he hears about James and Sirius casting
0: hexes on people. So, he, here's what I, I want to say. This is in a weird way, probably my favorite like the, the a good Snape scene, really. Maybe kind of in terms of him being a teacher and someone who has to discipline. Because if these were two different characters, if But in the the same setting, in the magical world, if it was like, hey, you really hurt someone with a hex, your detention is to sort through all the times your father and his friends hurt other people with hexes, I think that's an effective punishment.
1: That's correct. If Snape hadn't already been like this person in the past, who's constantly like, oh my God, you're like your asshole father. Yeah. Like, if he wasn't that person. I think
2: the the context fucks it up more. It does. But I I agree with you, Robert. I think that's a good punishment. Absolutely. Um, It is also like your the dad in question is deceased. So like (sighs) Yeah. I think that adds like another layer of like, well, let's probably not do this. Because then Mm -hmm. you would probably just instead of when your dad fucked up, you could just write these other files of when these other people you don't know (laughs) fucked up. Exactly.
0: It's I think it's it's good execution, just like wrong people to execute it.
2: Yeah. Another thing about his punishment here is, like, Harry walks into the room and sees, like, the little note card boxes or whatever. And he's like, those boxes reek of busy work and bullshit. And it's like, you are serving detention. <laughs> of course they're bullshit.
0: And what? Busy... You're
2: bullshit.
0: Y- <laughs> what you other know what detention would... would you do? You know what would be worse bullshit and busy work? Prison. Believe it or not, jail."
1: Harry is potterous. Harry, I bet you're really like wishing you had Lockhart back and to just like answer his fan mail, right?
2: <laughs> no, yeah, for real. Remember it, how much he hated that detention too?
0: I, I, I can't, I cannot imagine. I think even Joanne would not be able to think it'd be good writing for Harry to be bitching and moaning about answering Lockhart's fan mail in as detention for almost killing someone.
2: Yeah. I mean, you never know. He knows that the quidditch game is going on at the same time, but he's imprisoned in this in this detention.
1: Also, I I just realized that there's like
2: this is Jenny versus Cho in this quidditch game. Yeah, it's Jenny versus Cho, which Are we not going to talk about that? It's uh, just way I- too I, I think it's way too heavy-handed of Joanne. I think she was like, "Ooh, what if Ginny defeats Cho and earns her rightful place as the Chosen One's partner.
0: Yeah, it's you know what it would have been cringe, but if it was actually written out instead of us just gathering this from context of who we knew who we know the Ravenclaw Seeker is. Yeah, I would make I would try and make an argument for like, oh, good job, Joanne. You 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 did you did a, a, a you did a literacy.
2: What if, like, if Ginny had gone up and been like, good game, and we had seen Cho be like, good game, and like she was satisfied, and they maybe like winked at each other, and like Ginny got to have closure (laughs) on that front before being assaulted publicly by Harry Potter. (laughs) Okay, so listen, guys, listen, I'm just gonna tell you Mm -hmm. Harry Potter goes to the common room, Mm -hmm. they're celebrating. Mm -hmm. Gryffindor won against all odds jenny runs at him at harry potter <laughs> wait hold on it's a quote from last week's burn before reading the quote from pride and prejudice is he considered this he considered sufficient encouragement so jenny runs at harry this he considered sufficient encouragement he kisses her in front of everyone they know including her brother including his very recent ex Without knowing if it's reciprocated, like he puts her on the spot in front of everyone they know, including okay. a couple of people who are guaranteed to not be cool with this. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie. I thought she kissed him. No, he kissed her. Like
1: until so I reread this stupidly. for this recording, I thought she ran up to him and like, grabbed his face, kissed
0: him. No, like the 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 way it's written, she's running up for like a hug or something or like a fist bump. Like, woo, yeah, I won the game. She's
2: running up for a fist bump. But the book, this is like the thing is like the book says she has like a blazing look in her eye. Mm. And like Harry is like, she wants to fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just
0: not true. Women be (laughs) blazing. Women be blazing, 420. Um (laughs) Dean Thomas
2: breaks a glass, and I don't blame him. They broke up, like, yesterday. Mm, yeah, yeah.
0: They did. Absolutely. But Harry's- Harry... Sh-
2: Harry should never have done this. Harry should have spoken... Harry should have fucking spoken to Ron and Dean before this action, I firmly feel.
0: Absolutely. Well, maybe not Dean, because, like, fuck Dean, who cares, but...
2: <laughs> but the thing is that, like... Okay, I hear... I've, I've been in this pinch before, Robert, where I I'm just- like, you owe this person this thing, and the other person's like, no, I don't. And like, I do have like very, I have like a very broad definition of the word friendship. And I feel like very obligated to a lot of people. So like, I could never, I don't think. But also at this age, I was a huge slut. So <laughs> I just feel like my instinct is like, if that person, you're on good terms with them, you live in the same room as them, maybe even. Were they like, on that's good your,
0: terms? Was the breakup that's y- not like?
2: No, no, no. I'm talking about Dean and Harry. Dean and Harry, like, they're friends. Like, they owe, they live in the same room. Like, why not be friends with that person? Like, they owe each other respect. And I don't think that was a respectful move from Harry because he's like, hey, everyone, you know how Dean got dumped? Not me. I'm gonna, I'm so confident. I'm gonna kiss her in front of God and everybody.
0: (laughs) I I am gonna make a terrible joke, but then with the context of the scene afterwards, I don't feel as terrible about making the joke he looks around everyone like people are whooping Dean breaks a glass Hermione's beaming he looks at Ron and Ron just gives the nod no we all know what the nod means the nod just means might as well uh, go I ahead
1: like... fuck my sister I guess wrap yes, it, it
0: before you tap it And then the narrative is like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna leave, and we're gonna find a classroom." They left, and maybe just maybe we'll talk about the game. I'm like, "Do you want? Are you guys gonna fuck in a classroom?"
1: They're gonna fuck in a classroom right now. One of the empty classrooms, you know.
2: There's a lot everywhere. Highly
0: recommend. I've done it before. It's great.
2: The room of requirement. I require a sex dungeon. (laughs) I
0: require a. I I require a bed that's good for my back afterwards.
2: Okay, so Robert, Robert. If you are at a party with everyone you know, yeah, and the person that you, you maybe don't have a full crush on them, but you know, you're not, like, against it. Right. They cu- Everyone's looking at you, <coughs> mm-hmm. and they come at you and grab you for kissing without... Everyone's looking at you. Like, how are you feeling about that? Like, you as an individual, because everyone would handle this differently. I
0: mean, me as an individual, I'd be like, I mean, I, I want this, but also maybe in a private setting. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, like, I can't say that. I've been very naughty. Na- Listen, I haven't had a partner <laughs> in six years, so I had to, like, learn again how to take, like, kissing and not just make it blatant PDA that's going to make everyone comfortable. Aw, that's which cute is, it's
2: like riding a bike it's like riding
0: a bike you know <laughs> Su- subtle
2: PDA is like riding a bike subtle
0: PDA is like right yeah and I think I think <laughs> we've reached a point now where I'm like subtle we did it but like in the, <laughs> in the heat of the moment if like I know I like this person and they kiss me in the middle of a like crowded ass party I'm gonna be like sure yeah but like can we can, can, can we leave to talk about what this is gonna be first
2: okay Charlie what about you ah yeah, I feel like there there
1: is something to the heat of the moment that I'd be like, okay, yes. But like I don't I'm not I'm not a constant PDA type of person unless it's I'm I'm a ai I'm a hugger. You know
2: I'm a hugger. But like yeah, I feel a like constant this... making out kissing PDA. Well, hmm. but I'm not talking about that. This is like one blazing kiss. One blazing kiss? <laughs> depends how long it is
1: okay if we're in front of everybody maybe don't make it like a five minute makeout session
2: you know if we named our title our episode titles like cabs did the name of this one would definitely be one Blazing kiss <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's terrible
2: so i am a huge slut really no way, <laughs> and i'm a huge slut for attention. So I'd be all no over this. As if, if when the whooping starts, I go harder. I put tongue. Like <laughs> I I am all over this. <laughs> Especially at this age, kiss me in front of everyone. Yeah, Claim that, me.
0: So so what what I'm telling what I'm hearing is that uh, you know, woo yeah, tin. Woo woo. woo, woo, woo. Hands above clothing, please.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: okay, the next thing I want to talk about is like Ron is like, sure, I think that this is supposed to read as character development, but I read it as a break of character. I don't think this is in character for him. I
0: I, I would say it's character yeah. development if at any point Ron did ever express like, oh, Harry, I'd be pissed if you dated my sister. And then, like, slowly throughout the book, he gets more warmed up to an idea until this finally happens. He's like, you know what, Harry? You're a good man. Yeah, like,
2: character development would have to be Ron before this being, like, you know, I kind of think Ginny has a crush on you. And I kind of think you have a crush on Ginny.
0: You got my blessing, bro. And I just want
2: you to know, yeah, that you should do this. But, like, this, Ron is, first of all, like, put on the spot. And I don't believe that his gut reaction when put on the spot is to be like, sure, especially when he just got he just broke up with Lavender. I know he was like desperate to escape it, but like that still doesn't feel good. He's not getting no snogging and he's trying to see Harry snogging his sister all over the place. Like, I just don't buy it for this character.
1: I definitely think Ron would have punched him like actual Ron.
2: In I think moment. Ron would have been the one to break the glass. Dean Thomas just slinks into the shadows.
0: Dean and Ron get together. They, like one holds <laughs> Harry's arms behind his back, the other one starts punching him.
2: Oh, <laughs> that's cute. And then they fall in love. Excuse me, Dean and Seamus. Uh, okay. <laughs> wow, there's a lot. There's a lot to go around. So that's the end of the chapter, Robert. Is there anything that we didn't get to talk about that you wish we had or any final thoughts?
0: I mean, I briefly mentioned at the beginning, this is such an obnoxiously long chapter. It could have been broken up into three chapters.
2: What Did you read it with your eyes or your ears?
0: With my ears.
2: Yeah, so did all of us. It. W- it was shorter than most chapters in this book. I'll tell you Which what. Which is
0: fucking wild. I heard it because, you know, I don't support Joanne. So I found one of them nifty little YouTube audiobooks. Yeah, and you can hear the guy reading and stopping and being like, oh, time to turn the next page. And he's like preparing himself to be like, oh, chap, chapter 26 or whatever. No, we're still in Sectum Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it does go on long after the gay fight in the bathroom, <laughs> unfortunately. It takes us straight back into good old straight white people in love. Yeah. Wow, the silence is heavy <laughs> in this group. Charlie, what do you th- do you have any last words about this, Charlie? Like any final thoughts? I
1: There are so many thoughts rushing through my uh, brain I in I this chat. There's there's just so much in this chapter. Uh, no. Why? Why are there so many things in this chapter Jesus.
2: all at once? I know. Well, tell me, what do you think about Harry and Ginny? Like, are you a are you a shipper? Are you a San? I I am a Harry and Ginny shipper. I'm not gonna say this chapter is like That's the reason, this chapter. It's
1: not my favorite reason. <laughs> I thought. I remember liking this moment more. Maybe I will blame it once again on the fan art.
2: Um, Honestly, or like when you read it for the first time, I feel like you're like, "Oh my god, is it really gonna happen?" <laughs> it does. It I always mean, happens.
1: I mean, listen, listen. I was a, a Henny shipper since I saw Chamber of Secrets oh, as true. a small child. I was like, "Oh my god, Hermione and Ron are gonna get together, and Harry and Ginny are gonna get together." And then I saw the fourth movie and I'm like, why is Harry getting with someone else? Why is Ginny getting with someone else? What is happening? My ship. That's love, baby. And I was a small child, but I was like
2: so into them. They had to earn each other. They had to earn each other. This chapter,
1: rereading it, not my favorite of the Henny moments.
0: I hate the name. I hate the ship name Henny. I do too. It's terrible.
2: It reminds me of like something like Aunt Fanny. You know what uh, I mean, <laughs> Robert? What do you think of the Harry Ginny ship? Are you a shipper?
0: Um, book wise, I think it's built enough that I have no problem with it. Movie wise, comes the fuck out of nowhere.
2: Don't t- we can't we don't have time for the movie? Yeah. <laughs> like it's so bad. You'll, you'll get to the movie. I think it's gonna be the point. whole movie episode. The yeah. whole movie episode. We're gonna be talking about the negative chemistry between Daniel Radcliffe and. Bonnie Mm Wright and the scene where they set the burrow on fire. That's the only things we're talking about in the movie episode. That's all that happened in the movie. movie. I totally agree, Robert. Like I think that given the evidence (laughs) in these books, I have no problem with the pairing. Definitely better for him than Cho Chang, because like some men are not great at like anticipating your needs smothering you in love making you feel like beautiful and strong Mm -hmm. and so like and that's like valid that's like a really valid kind of person to be you need a partner who is really good at giving themselves those things you know right like sean's not the best complimenter i've ever met in the world but like i'm pretty confident so it's like i'm kind of good without it but some people would really need that Mm. and so cho chang she needs reassurance well, that's the end of the chapter. Let's move on to plugs. Woo-woo! Oh, damn. I'm- Robert, why don't you tell the listeners about y'all's podcast?
0: Oh, yeah. Hi. So, we, it's so weird to talk about it, because I haven't had to talk about it in almost four months, but- We have what a podcast? What is it about? We Robert? have a podcast. Yeah, it's called The Bits. Oh, my God. The, this one and I, we look at the Cartoon Network television show, Steven Universe, and go through episode by episode, uh, discussing and analyzing- pretty much everything we see. We go over some of the fun facts. We have a trivia section. We have, when we meet a new gem, we have a gem section that Charlie is super good at.
1: I'm I'm so great at talking about science things. I know <laughs> science. No, I don't. no just, I don't.
0: You're just the dog in the lab coat and like, surrounded at my chemicals. It's like, I have no idea what I'm doing.
1: <laughs> Me. Yeah, we talk about uh, a goofy, silly gay cartoon. That's really we, gay.
0: No, Charlie, Hell we talk yeah. about gay space rocks.
2: <laughs> we do we talk about gay space rocks robert do you want to plug your own socials or any of your other podcasts
0: i do too much which is okay funny because i'm about to do robert, more next year robert you're famous now okay oh you're yeah, famous that, that's a big thing sure uh well how how am i famous what do you mean
1: you're famous you went to the percy jackson premiere
0: yeah in new york city In new york city at the met it was great um yeah that's awesome yeah uh let's see what what do i do if you want to follow me on the internet talking about percy jackson stuff surprise it's going to be all i'm talking about for the next two months as the show is out um (laughs) forever forever yeah you can follow me at the damn meme page on instagram twitter tiktok soon to be youtube hell yeah that's awesome yeah
2: did and you? what's something that you've been watching or reading or listening to or playing, I guess other than the Percy Jackson <laughs> <laughs> release, um, that you would like to plug to our listeners?
0: Um, the Amazing Race. I've been watching that with my family for some reason, okay. and I haven't watched The Amazing Race since like 2012, but it's yeah, really. very interesting. Very, very fun. I like watching it. I just saw a season finale. I don't know where we're up to, but I saw a season finale, and I was shocked at who won. Okay.
2: Oh yeah, thanks for the rec. Charlie, why don't you tell the people about your other podcast?
1: My my other podcast, that where I talk about Percy Jackson, but it's That's not one. technically with Robert, although Robert sometimes appears. They have appeared.
0: I have appeared. <laughs> uh, Much
1: I, I, like uh, a Pokemon. I, I, uh, Robert, Robert has, Pokemon. has appeared.
0: Uh, Robert is po-
1: Detective Pikachu, as we all know.
0: Yeah, kind of. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, my other podcast is Of the oldest Gods, where... Hey, we're
2: going to be talking about the Percy Jackson TV show. There's if you a Percy Jackson TV show? Understand that. like, Does your first episode about the TV show come out tomorrow? Uh, no. We are moving to Sunday
1: release. Um, oh, shit. During uh, this time of the, blah, 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 the TV show coming out. Just because, you know, the turnaround time of Wednesday to Thursday is a lot when
2: you have a job, um, a full-time job. Sure. Yeah. Understandable. Well, I'm really excited about that. Woo. And what is something that you've been watching, reading, playing, listening to lately you think the listeners would enjoy? You're not
1: even going to let me plug myself on the internet?
2: Oh, sorry. Plug it.
1: Wow. I'm offended.
0: Charlie, are you just going to say Baldur's Gate?
1: Maybe. Um, yep. <laughs> I'm GreenPixie12 most places... On the internet, I also have a drawing Instagram at GreenPixieDraws. Yeah, maybe I want to plug Baldur's Gate, which I've been trying to sync on Steam this entire time that we've been recording. Um, guys, I I just it's a really good game. I've been doing nothing else but playing Baldur's Gate. But soon the hyperfixation is going to swap to only Percy Jackson. That's it. Nothing else. Hell yeah. I'm excited. I'm going to be rewatching every episode like multiple times. Hell yeah.
0: We are going to single-handedly guarantee a season two.
2: Yes. I've been your host, Christina. You know where to find me. And this week I'm going to plug the game, this indie game that... I can't remember... If Zach told, I think he did. I think Zach told me about it, but it's called Unpacking. And if you've had like a stressful holiday, and if you want to start the new year, like feeling like organized and kind of zenned out, Unpacking is like a very zen vibey game. I played it on Switch. You can probably play it on other stuff, but Mm. I highly recommend it. Heck yeah. Robert, Charlie, thank you so much for coming on
1: the show. Thank you for having us for the gayest episode. Woo,
2: gayest episode. Gayest episode. You know, they it's ha- not that gay. It's not that gay, is it? But they had Could a one gayer. fight in the they bathroom. Don't fight. <laughs> okay, I stand corrected. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty fucking gay. <laughs> and to the listeners, please have a very happy and safe new year, and we'll see you next year. Oh, oh, oh. That's it, potheads. Thanks for listening to the restricted section. This podcast is produced and hosted by me, Christina Kahn. Our theme music was produced by Ryan Kahn. Our logo was designed by Michael Hardison. Please connect with us on Twitter at RestrictedPod, on Instagram at RestrictedSectionPod, on Facebook at RestrictedSectionPod, or in our Facebook group, the Restricted Section Detention Crew. Join our Patreon to get access to our Discord server, our bonus episodes, and other cool perks. We're also very happy to be a member of Deus Ex Media, where all you fucking nerds can find all kinds of fandom podcasts to suit your fancy. I'm Christina Kahn. And I'm Leela Hilton. And this is Burn Before Reading. The podcast about shitterature. We're here to examine the terrible writing we did when we were younger. Uh, like that school project you were really proud of. Or that poem you wrote when you got dumb. Well, how about that apology letter you wrote to your mom when you got into that fight? Or the song you recorded before you knew how to write music. Okay, don't at me. <laughs> and we're here to talk about other cringy literary topics along the way like the Library of Alexandria and Dewey Decimal. His name was Melville, Melville Dewey. Oh, well, do we want to get the clips rolling? I don't think I ever recovered from this in terms of being cool.
0: Why did I say any of this?
2: I do like the drama. So there is actually quite a bit to unpack here. Oh, all this drama was so addictive as a teenager. There's no punctuation to it. I'll start with that. I actually have no memory of this.
0: There were so many, so many lies that I was telling.
2: It's not terrible.
0: No one, like, really taught me
2: how to write a good short story. That was a journey. Listen to Burn Before Reading every Wednesday, wherever pods
0: are cast. Let's see. Hello, is that me? Yes, it is. Can I turn up the gain a little bit so I'm consistently green? Yep, there we go. Okay, perfect. I I I love your
2: dulcet tones.
1: I love your dulcet tones.
0: Dave X Media.